You know, I had something just in case you were running a little late on this Friday. What you have? Let me put my headphones on so I can hear what it is. You got what you got for me? Oh, wait for you to put your headphones on. Hold on. Oh boy. Let me put my headphones on. I just walked in. Well, get my, get my stuff out of my purse. Yeah. Get know. my purse together. Hold on. Oh my god. Now I keep my headphones at the bottom of my purse. Right next to my mints. Mm-mm. Right next to my little mints. And my Hello? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What's happening? Just in case you run a little late, just I had this. Just in case. Yo 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 uh, oh, I, what did I do yesterday? Yesterday, uh, I did nothing. I went to therapy. That's about it. I went to therapy yesterday, yesterday afternoon. And then I was watching television. I tried to watch Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Couldn't necessarily get into it. I, I was distracted. So then I watched Moon Knight, though. Ooh, drop on the clues bombs for Moon Knight. What the hell is Moon Knight? Ooh, a new uh, Marvel series on Disney+. Oh. Plus. Ooh, Moon Knight was fire. My goodness. So, yes, the night was good. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Courtney B. Vance will be joining us this morning. The legendary Courtney B. Vance, man. Actor. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a new show, 61st Street. Yes. Uh, comes out uh, April 10th at 10 p.m. We're going to be talking to him in a little bit. And Courtney gives out a lot of free jury, man. He's, he's, he's one of those, you know, uh, black Hollywood royalty figures. You know, husband of Queen Angela Bassett. That's right. Okay, so a lot of wisdom, a lot of free jury he'll be giving out this morning. All right. And then we got uh, front page news up next. We'll talk about Joe Biden. Some of the things he has to say. All right, Mr. Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Big Friday. Now, Joe Biden, all right? We all know the gas prices are through the roof right now, but Joe Biden, he spoke about that yesterday and how he's going to help. Our prices are rising because of Putin's action. There isn't enough supply. And the bottom line is if we want lower gas prices, we need to have a more oil supply right now. For U.S. oil companies that are recording their largest profits in years, they have a choice. One, they can put those profits to productive use by producing more oils, restarting idle wells, giving the American people a break by passing some of the savings on to their customers and lowering the price of the pump. Or exploit the situation. Sit back, ship those profits to the investors, and while American families struggle to make ends meet, he also talks about the uh, million barrels that he wants to release. Today, I'm authorizing the release of one million barrels per day for the next six months, over 180 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. This is a wartime bridge to increase oil supply until production ramps up later this year. And it is by far the largest release of our, net, of our national reserve in our history. And we'll use the revenue from selling the oil now 
to restock the strategic petroleum reserve when prices are lower. I have no idea what he just said, okay? Is the gas going down or not? Well, he's going to release some barrels, and that will bring the gas prices down. Well, just say that, okay? Come up off, is that, that's what he's trying to say? Is he trying to say, just that's come up said. off the stash? Yeah. We about to come up, about to, we yes. about to come up off the stash, or yes. somebody about to come up off the stash? Yes. Because I know yesterday he said they had some oil in the tuck somewhere. Yeah, they had right? 600, I think 600 million gallons of gas yeah, in the stash. Just speak plain. Just let us know when the gas prices is coming down and how much they're coming down. Now, also, uh, Joe Biden announced yesterday that he's appointing more than a dozen top education leaders, celebrities, and athletes to his board of advisors on uh, HBCUs. And... Taraji P. Henson, Chris Paul, uh, United Airlines President Bret Hart, are just a, a, a few that he's named. Yeah, all of that is cute. I, I, I appreciate it because I really enjoy some of those people, uh, in particular Taraji P. Henson. But um, none of that's going to help in the midterm, sir. Nobody's going to forget any of those campaign promises you have, you know, not fulfilled. From mm-hmm. the George Floyd Policing Act to, to, to the John Lewis Voting Rights Act to Build Back Better. None of that, none of that stuff like that is going to help in the midterm, sir. Not at all. All right, well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Romero. Romero, what up? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm a little hot, man. I've been trying to get into this real estate game, and they're not making it easy for brother at all. Man, I bought my first property, renovated it, got it off the ground, man, and now I'm trying to buy another one, and these prices is crazy right now. Same property that was... Ninety thousand is going for like a hundred eighty thousand, man, for six hundred square feet. It's yeah. retarded. I mean, that's that's what this this whole pandemic did. I mean, a lot of people with the interest rates so low, a lot of people are buying houses and inventories down, so people are raising the prices like crazy. Man, I don't know how they expect somebody to get in the game with, with these kind of prices, man. It's, it's stupid, man. It's very difficult. Well, I don't know, man. I, I appreciate y'all, though, man. Thanks for taking my call. I'm glad to get it off my chest. Yeah, there wasn't going to be no uh, positive advice for that one. It nah, is what it is. When them, when them prices is what they are, they are what they are. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Lena. Hey, Lena. Get it off your chest. Hi. Um, I wanted to shout out my tax business. Go is ahead. that okay since we're still in tax season? Go ahead, mama. Oh, okay. Um, My ID is Lena, L-I-N-A-X-O. Hernandez, H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. Okay. Well, you have a good one, all right? Good luck. Thank you. Bye. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. It's Roya from Brooklyn. How y'all doing? What up, Roya from Brooklyn? Get it off your chest. I just want to tell you guys that you guys are, like, amazing. I really appreciate all that you've been doing throughout these years. I've been listening to y'all since I was 20 years old. I'm going to be 32 next month. Damn, we old. We old. I kind of grew up with y'all, so it's like, yeah, and this week y'all did so good out, Angela. Usually y'all fumble. That's a lie. Envy, you've been doing great. Envy, you've been doing great with the rumor report. Oh, thank and you. And front page news. Uh, thank Usually, you. you know, the excuse used to be, I don't do this, but you did a very good job this week. So I just want to say I appreciate y'all guys. For well, real. We well, appreciate you, so you too. I'm going to tell you. Charlemagne, you are, you are the reason why I go to therapy now. There you I go. So I really front of therapy for a very very long time and i finally went to therapy in 2019 
And Incredible. I just regret it. It's one of the best things I've ever done. And I keep her every Friday at 12 o'clock. And I just appreciate my therapist. So That's beautiful. So I was in therapy Remember yesterday uh, downloading. Um, you know what really makes you feel old? When you talk to like freshmen and sophomores mm-hmm. and in and, and college. And they say that they've been listening to The Breakfast Club since they was like in, school. in fifth grade. Like, whoa. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Hello? Yo, good morning. What up, what up, man? Get it off your chest. How y'all doing this morning? Doing good. Bless Black and Holly favorite. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right, doing all right. I just called, first of all, to find out when is Angela Yee coming back? Because this show has been extra gay for like the last week. So <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> so, so listen, so you think bringing somebody else in here who likes penis is going to make it even less gay? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, because y'all two, y'all something else, man. Every day we are like, very happy, talk. sir. Gay means happy. So if you mean the show has been extra happy, yes, we have been extra happy. Okay, well, you super happy, Charlamagne. But one thing before I go, what's <laughs> that? Yo, Charlamagne, you used to be, like, aggravating everybody. You used to be the prince of pissing people off and all that stuff. And ever since, and I'm happy for you. I'm happy you got therapy. You know, you're changing your life. But ever since you've been going to therapy, you've been like a Care Bear with this center energy. All I see is you like a Care Bear on that hill, sending out healing energy to the world, the Thank rest you. of the world, every single day. Thank I you. I appreciate you. I'm lighting I'm my Palo Santo right now there as you go. speak. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. He said, I'm a care bear. Good morning. He did say that. I wonder what symbol I got on my stomach. Would he like to see? (laughs) You know what symbol. (laughs) The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, DJ Envy, Charlamagne the God. Good morning. This OG Rob. What's happening? What's Peace, up, brother? King. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Hey, look, check this out, man. Before I get into any bars, man, I just want to shout out the person that's in charge of the content of the post, man. Just let them know that it was greatly appreciated. It's a blessing for them to post that footage up with me last week. You know what I mean? My man Nick, uh, our digital guy, said they posted a freestyle of yours. Right, right. That's why. Okay, so shout out to Nick, man. Big blessing. <laughs> it was greatly appreciated, man. I appreciate you, Charlemagne, and Envy as well. But check it out, right? Yes, sir. They said, OG, they said, OG, put it on for the city. For best die gets down doing the car filthy. Too much for your district, no capability. This flow, I have them digging up props for your assembly. But trust me, this for my real gangsters in the street, though. With a bad chick to spot Jake from out the window. About to die, she tastes like red velvet and info. Protect your neck to get to that cream is so simple. Okay. Blind game, we're applying the pressure, so get familiar. I've studied out the lyricist lounge with spot dealers. Who better to come through that right. dirt like four wheelers? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. two years ago, a friend of mine asked me to say some MC rhymes. So I said this okay. rhyme I'm about to say. Okay. The rhyme was deaf, and, and it went, went this way. way. Took a Woo. 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 Come on, come on. Y'all got to get with it, man. Y'all I got know I got you. The right way. Hey, listen, listen, man. Once again, man, look, Charlamagne, DJ Envy, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Shout man. out to you want. Uh, shot, uh, yo, 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 Nick, yo, Nick, check this out. That's what it is, man. Shout you out, man. Listen, man. All right, all right. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up, Envy? What's hey, up, Trav? Trav, somebody just mentioned you, man. <laughs> what? Somebody just mentioned you. What's up, Trav? How you doing, brother? What they say about me? Oh Lord, they been that got, they been that got smart. No, it was they, they ain't say nothing smart. What's happening, Trav? 
How you feeling? Yeah, st- you still broke this morning? <laughs> Leave me alone, sorry. That's not funny because people be in my DMs calling me broke now. I, I, I'm disappointed in you, Trav. Listen, everybody has financial struggles, but you out here just slinging that pee-pee and then getting robbed by people for your EBT and unemployment card? That's just disgusting. Okay? <laughs> Believe me, and I was gonna say now these people be in my DM talking crap to me. Struggle. I'm calling to talk about the greatest rapper alive, the LeBron James of rap. Dropped a tape yesterday. Dropped one of Clues bombs for J Cole. What J Cole dropped yesterday? He dropped the mixtape with DJ Drama. I had, I did not know that. When did that happen? Yesterday. It happened at 7 o'clock p.m. yesterday. It's called D-Day. you have to go listen to it. It's, Yo, it's called D-Day. I'm not even joking. I didn't see nobody talking about that. Nobody hit me in my group chat. I'm not even joking. I did not know that. Charge, do not start. I am not lying. Am I lying? Charge, do not start. You, not start. I, you would think that if somebody like J. Cole dropped a mixtape, everybody and their mama would be talking about it. I didn't even hear about I it until you just told me. I saw it all over my timeline. I saw it all over my timeline. Wow. I don't want to hear that. First of all, I can't, even, I can't believe you can even afford to have Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye, Charlamagne. You still got your Obama phone. <laughs> <laughs> I love Trav, man. Oh, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Let me go look up this J. Cole tape. I did not know J. Cole dropped a tape, yo. Yes, he did. He dropped a whole um, mixtape. J. Cole's Dreamville and DJ Drama released a new mixtape, D-Day. Wow. Yes. All right, when we come back, uh, more Oscar stuff. I'm tired of talking about this. We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I don't right. care about this Will Smith stuff anymore. Lies. Morning, everybody. As you tune into whatever the next person says about it. Yee, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk about this Will Smith issue. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Rock. She's spilling the tea. I keep forgetting this my guy Chris and all of this. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Chris is the one who was traumatized. Well, they said that there were uh, 66 FCC complaints. What's that mean? That means 66 people. Uh, Never got one of those. What is, what is those? What are those? Well, people complain about things that go over the air that are uh, likely might be, um, I guess, going against the rules. And I don't think any FCC rules were broken because none of the curse words went over the air. That is true. You know what I mean? And the, the, the slap, I don't I don't think the slap was an FCC violation, not that I know of. Well, after the slap, uh, police officers went to Will Packer's office. Chris Rock was there, and this is what happened. This is battery was the word they used in that moment. They said, uh, we will go get him. We are prepared. We're prepared to get him right now. You can press charges. We can arrest him. You have, they were laying out the options. And as they were talking, Chris was, he was being very dismissive of, those options. He was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. He was like, no, no, no. And, um, and they said, you know, would you like us to take any action? And he said, no. Will ain't give us nothing juicy. You ain't give us nothing juicy on Good Morning America. Well, we knew that already. We knew that about the LAPD. The LAPD, didn't they say the LAPD declined the arrest because Chris didn't want to press charges? Yep. Yeah, we knew that already. Well, Cheryl Underwood also had uh, some things to say about it. It showed the lining gladiator. Are you not entertained? Oh, man. Because nobody stopped to check on the dude that got hit. And I'm going to say this as a comic. I am afraid now to get on a stage because on my third show where everybody been drinking, if you don't like my joke, do you now believe that you can get up and slap me? This ain't cool. (laughs) There's got to be accountability quicker. 
She's absolutely right. I told y'all that yesterday. If you're a comic, of course you're going to feel like that. I got a bunch of comic friends who feel the same way. And by the way, that's just how we are wired as humans. If we see something traumatic happen to others, especially someone that's the same race as you or in the same field as you, same gender as you, yes, you can feel like it can happen to you too. All right. Well, Whoopi Goldberg, she uh, defends the Academy. I think they that he was asked to leave. Lies! I can't imagine what was going on. I wasn't there. I can't imagine what was going on back there. But I do know that the only person anybody should be focusing on, in my opinion, is Will Smith. Mm-hmm. It says they recognize that maybe they could have done a better job. Yeah. I, but I'm pointing yes. out that we here know oh, yeah. how fast stuff happens. You remember what happened. I remember okay. what happened. You know? And you suddenly, and suddenly, well, but but it happened, and there was nothing you could do. I, I, I don't believe that the Academy asked him to leave. I think that's a devil damn lie. Most sources are saying that is not true. They say, actually, during the commercial breaks, uh, they said Oscar producer Will Packer walked up to Will and said, we do not want you to leave. Mm. I believe that. I 100% believe that. If they wanted him, if they did not want him in the Oscars anymore, he wouldn't have been in the Oscars anymore. Oh, she talks more about it a little more, Whoopi Goldberg does. Yeah. But then they gave him a, a standing ovation, though, Whoopi, which I think, again, goes back to why some people feel like Hollywood elites are a bunch of hypocrites. Just it, want to it, stop it with terrible. this elite stuff, because, you know, a lot of us work for a living. Mm-hmm. We work, we collect a check, we got families, we try to do the same thing, the good stuff that everybody else tries to do. And it really pisses me off when people start to talk about people who work in Hollywood, just not, not just actors, but all the other folks. So please, when you're talking about actors, be specific. If, you, if you're pissed off about somebody or how they act, don't put it on all of us, because that's like saying all black people like chicken. Whoa, now this is getting out of hand. What? Now y'all what? just saying anything about this situation. Because all black people do like chicken. Oh, you stop it. Everybody man. likes chicken, all right? Depending on how it's cooked. Fried, barbecue, pulled barbecue chicken. Come on. Everybody loves chicken, including vegans. All right, you know how you know everybody loves chicken? Ah. Because any meat that's not beef or turkey, what do we say it tastes like? Chicken. That's what I'm telling you. Come on, Whoopi, now. Now we're just going too far. But that's the only thing that bothered you about that whole thing. It's chicken. I don't even remember anything. What else did she say? I really don't even remember. What else did she say? I don't remember anyway. All right. What else did she say? All right. And that is front page news. I didn't even hear anything else. All right. No, that's rumor report. I'm sorry. Now, when we come back from front page news, we'll tell you why it's not a good idea to put cocaine in your penis. Now, that's an old school trick back in the day that I what? used to hear about. No, I used to hear about that back in the day. They used to put rubber, uh, little cocaine on your vein and keep it numb. You I ever heard that trick before? I've never heard that before. I, but I wasn't putting in the... Tip. I don't All know. right. You don't remember that? No. Front page news next is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here with news from one of. They just partnered with the Grammy Awards for exclusive NFTs, and you can win a pair of tickets to fly out the next year's Grammys simply by claiming a free NFT at oneof.com. For rules and to claim your free NFT, visit oneof.com by 7 p.m. April 4th. WWPRFM HD1 New York. And iHeartRadio Station. Let me put a little bit of the Breakfast Club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. It's my last day doing this. Yee is back on Monday. Now, a man's penis turned black and rots after Love he it. injected it with cocaine. Okay. Now, uh, a man watched his penis turn black and blue, and he ran to the hospital. You know where he was at? 
He was in the Bronx. That sounds about right. Yes. I've definitely heard stories about men putting cocaine in their uh, their uh, Aretha Franklin. Okay, yeah. so whoever they smash it can put some R-E-S-P-E-K on their, uh, on their penis. They said it wasn't the first time that he did this. I guess this is a method to get himself high. And I guess maybe oh, it goes high. in the blood a lot faster. That's what they're saying. Yeah, I, I heard of those kind of tricks back in the day when it came to, you know, uh, sexual things. But I would never try that now. The cocaine not pure enough. I right, putting that damn fentanyl in your penis. All right. Well, I wouldn't suggest you put anything in your penis. How about that? That GMO cocaine. Back in the day, the GMO the cocaine was organic. Mm-mm. Well, a Florida woman is awarded $5.25 million after a doctor used his own sperm Boy. to impregnate her. The Bronx in Florida wilding this morning, huh? Now, uh, this actually happened in 1977. What? Yeah. So break off that 40-something-year-old child with some of that money then. So now Cheryl and her husband only learned the truth when their now fully grown daughter, who was conceived, took a DNA test and they found out that uh, Dr. Coates was her father. That's the story you're telling? Coates is uh, now 80 years old. That's how it happened? Yep, that's what they're saying. What, what are you saying happened? I'm what not saying think? nothing. No. I'm just saying that's how it happened. <laughs> that's how it happened. So what? explain more. Give me more. What do you want? The couple used him to be a... Why I would guess, the doctor do that? I don't know. I don't know why he would do that. They said at okay. first he... Not, he, he What's her he name, Cheryl? It. Cheryl. That's the mom's name. Okay, Cheryl. Congratulations on getting the money. <laughs> Congratulations, Cheryl. Now, okay, Cheryl and Mr. Coates, Dr. Coates. Now, Skippy. Would you believe that story if you was the husband? No. I'm, then, not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying everything. Ask me, would I? That's all. I ask you, would you? Would you believe this story? Sounds kind of crazy. Sounds kind of wild. Very okay? wild. Why would the doctor do that? I need to know the why. I don't know. Why? Why would a doctor just put their sperm inside of you? For what? So what are you saying? Maybe, possibly, it could have been. And, is there, and, 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 and by the way, if a doctor did that, that wouldn't be his first time doing it, so I would think that there would be a lot of little, well, grown-ass Mr. Coates is running around here and Mrs. Coates running around here, right? That's Correct. not just something the doctor does once to somebody. Where the rest of his illegitimate children at? Mm-hmm. You saying maybe, maybe she was... I ain't saying okay. nothing. All right. Okay? All I'm right. just saying nothing. All right. Well, you like to eat brown stuff, right, Charlamagne? Like uh, peanut butter. Skippy is recalling 161,000 pounds of peanut butter. Uh-huh. They're saying it's uh contains some stainless steel fragments in some of the jars. <laughs> I'm not a skippy guy. I am a jiff. You see <laughs> yeah. this? You look at me. You see this? Oh, you are a jiff. You see guy. this? I got my little jiff to go right here. Okay. All right. This was my snack with my sliced apples later on in the day. All, All right. right. Don't ever disrespect me and call me a skippy human. All right. I'm a jiff person. Well, that right. is your front page okay. news. Creamy peanut butter. I'm sure. All right. When we come back, Courtney B. Vance will be joining us. Salute to Courtney B. Vance. He's a legend. Okay, an OG. No, man, he's he's an OG. He's black Hollywood royalty. And uh, I'm sure that he will be giving us a lot of free jewelry this morning. That's right. I like like Courtney because he, you know, him, he just has so much, so much poise. And he's just very comfortable. Yes. In who he is. And we're going to chop it up with him Mm -hmm. next. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's right, a legend, man. Courtney B. Vance, welcome. Good to be here. Good to be seen. How are you, man? And when I ask that question, I'd be really genuinely wanting to know how how's people energy. 
You know, I'm a little tired. Okay. Coming from the, the, the West Coast, but uh, my wife told me to get your energy up, boy. Come on. Come on. <laughs> get your energy come up. Come on. Come on. And no, she, she tell you that you got to get up. That's right. Well, you're here for uh, 61st Street. A new series. That's right. Mm-hmm. On AMC. It's uh, April 10th at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, is, what is that about? A story of community. It's a story mm-hmm. of a situation. Hopefully, it, it never happens to us where... Mm-hmm. You're going around, going about your life, and all of a sudden, some incident happens, and this more you're than caught incident, in the system. You get wrongly accused of killing a police officer. You are Blow. wrongly accused. <laughs> and what do you do? What does the family do? How does it affect uh, relationships? I had made a decision that this young man, Mr. Moses, he was a, a, a great young man in the community, and everybody knows he's he's clean. He's going to college. Um, so I knew in my mind, if anything ever happened to him, he's not going down. Mm-hmm. So I, I I have to make a decision basically between my son, who's autistic, and my wife and him. Because wow. with him, it's the community. As he goes, goes the community. So my wife uh, and I are at odds over it. Um, my health is an, an issue. With uh, I have a prostate uh, cancer issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many conflicting issues that it's one of those situations where Based on it, the whole community has to decide which way we're going to go. Can we, can we talk about that a little bit more? Because, you know, I always say, you know, art imitates life. What, mm-hmm. what does it mean when they say uh, as a person goes, the whole community goes? Because I, I always hear these things like, mm-hmm. oh, he just set us back, uh, you know, 100 steps. You mm-hmm. know, what, is that, what does that mean? It, it means that there's certain people, like if something, uh, if we heard about something about Obama and Michelle. Mm-hmm the whole community would be rocked by it. Mm-hmm. And the whole community has to make decisions based on whatever we feel. Um, I mean, we had a situation recently, the whole community, the whole world now has to make a decision about the way they feel well, about what happened, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. about what happened, where you where you fall on it. OJ was a situation like that, where everyone has to make a decision which side of the fence you come down on. Really? Um, I was I was too young to really experience the OJ. Well, thing, you so. you saw, yeah, yeah, you, but you saw you saw the series. So when it happened. you saw us do OJ. Yeah, I, I, but I was just rooting. I honestly was just rooting for the black a black guy. man to get off. Yeah, but then absolutely. the older I got, I'm like, right. well, what if he, he really was, did it? Right. But but that's just it. That's that's what people, white folks, don't understand the root. Yeah. You know, so that's the decision, the, the the discussion that that needs to happen about why is it that we were rooting. Yeah. And then you need to go, you start to go back in terms of, do you have any idea what we as a people suffer on a daily basis, just getting on the elevator? That's right. That's right. And see, see people clutching their purses just a little, you know, going into restaurants, going in and not being served. And, and you sometimes you get even too sensitive about, you know, about whatever you feel that you've some, you mm-hmm. know, and that's what you saw unfold on that stage he felt disrespected. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. And so based on that, what do you do? At that point, he's something in him said, I, not today. Yeah. But is that right? Today, today. I mean, and all of us now are going to have to, you know, come down on whatever side, you know, everyone's going to, they may shut him down. Right. So, I mean, that's what this this Project 61st is about, that I have to, I've made a decision that I'm not going, He they're not getting him. Mm-hmm. And based on that, let the chips fall where they may. My wife and I, if we have to, we have to fall out. We've fallen out now. 
I know my son is is autistic and I promised you I'm coming home to take care of him and you going into politics, but I cannot do that now. We're going to have to find some sort of middle ground in order that maybe the village has to help us take care of him, but we got to take care of this boy. You know we have to take care of him. And 61st Street, it's like, that's like an injustice anywhere, the threat to justice everywhere. everywhere. So I got to stand up I for this. I got to stand. If I, not me, who? If not now, when? And that's what we're... We see, and it's not a black and white thing. It's a it's a people thing. It's a humanity mm-hmm. thing. There's going to be time. If you live long enough, it's going to happen to you. It's going you're going to end up with the in the health uh, uh, the, the field that you've got to try to navigate. You're going to end up in the criminal justice area. You got to try to navigate. So you you have to you know that's it's it's about watching this and going. What if it was me? That's right. I was going to ask when when you talked about Chris and Will Smith in the, in the situation, right? Mm. Well, first of all, what were your thoughts? And now that we understand, right, we talk about the mental thing and where his mind was, where Chris's mind was. I now, think it's a mental health conversation. Now it, now it almost feels like now they're trying to make that his stain, right? All the things that Will did right, right? And, and all the stuff that he's given back and he's helped the community and he's did so much. That one thing that he did, they try to make that his life. That's all it takes is one for a black person. Now, the question is, what's the pivot? How does he react to this? How does he bring it back to the discussion about all the things that I've done? And it's going to take a minute. I pray for him. You know, Denzel was right there. He said, at the moment of your highest, mm-hmm. you know, honor, at the moment of your greatest triumph, there's a devil waiting for you. In life, there's a line that if you cross it, the consequences are severe. He's crossed it. You know, the right thing to do may be just to go, look, look, I made a mistake. I'll take whatever I have to take. You let me know what I need to do, and we're gonna ride it out and get to the other side of it, and I'll be back. That's right. It's gonna be interesting to see how he deals with mm-hmm. with this situation because he's got to deal with it based on how he reacts. We react. It is just scary because you know those are two, you know, fifty something year old men who both who I know both do the work. They both do the work. They both have the actively been seeking healing. They go to therapy and everything else. And, so if one can snap like that it's like lord have mercy what hope do the rest of us have and that's why i pray i hope that he says he's about love then let love shine mm-hmm. take it on the chin there's going to be another day people going to go on about their business you know whatever you know sanctions they, you know, they and they will they will come down with something on him and let's see how he deals with it and hopefully he doesn't take it escalated to the you know and so it becomes a battle you know, he's the, the titan of Hollywood. He's not black, he's Will. You know, he's he's not black, he's OJ. You know, so you everybody really loves that? him. I don't believe that. I'm just saying, he is Hollywood. We he, about to see. Yeah, that theory right. is about to be tested. That's right. <laughs> that's right, because as always, you, you're this. Yeah. And the, ultimately, we're going to see how big he is and how they really feel and then it may come down to, you know, well, look, you know, you coming down, if it was a white man, you wouldn't come down so hard. So we're going to see, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to be in prayer about it because it's a big issue. I never got that feeling from Will, though, like uh, I'm not black, I'm OJ. I never got that I'm not Good. black, I'm Will. Good. I never felt Because that. he's black. Absolutely. In the, <laughs> absolutely. Now, regardless of what you feel about you, you may be Camerasian or whatever, use black. Mm-hmm. You, I don't care what shade of it you is. That's a, that's a fact. The paper bag don't work. <laughs> nope. You black. 
So, you know, I, I you and know, that's why I laugh. Like, you know, when uh, people get mad at certain certain black people who, mm-hmm. who you may see on Fox News or whatever. And they, you know, I'm like, they can talk all they want and act different all they want. At the end of the They're day, they're going to get their nigga wake up call one day. <laughs> the world will remind you that you're black, even if you don't know. <laughs> You'll be coming around to the churches in a minute. <laughs> OJ showed us that. <laughs> he did. They he did. folded him in. <laughs> he had the dashiki on and everything. <laughs> All right, we got more with Courtney B. Vance when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with actor. Courtney B. Vance. Now, Charlemagne. Have you ever had to check a man over over Miss Queen Angela Bassett? Brother, they better not come up on her with like that with me, you know. But at the same time, I know there's certain times you're going to have. There was a gentleman, we were walking. This was years ago. We were in Manhattan. We were, you know, we were over near the 42nd Street area. And I saw in the person's eyes, young man who was getting so excited. And I saw we were approaching him. He was about to scream and yell. And then everybody would know she was there. I said, huh? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nobody knew what was going. Knew. Ah, he was like, I had to check him from a distance. Right. So he, because I saw, and there was there's other there's another time a woman came up on on us. We were leaving the airport, and I said, no, no, it's, she wanted to, an autograph. It's not appropriate right now. We're you know, please give us our because if you recognize us, then TMZ will, and it'll be on. Mm-hmm. So I said, please, young lady, please give us our. Uh, no, nah, well, I just want. I said it's just not appropriate time, ma'am. Well, I just she she was and cussed her out. We were walking with her. Wow. She was cussing us out, trying to provoke her. I said, Angela, just keep walking, baby. Just keep walking. We're going to you know to our car. Just keep walking. She's you. I never liked your movies anyway. Yeah, which and this. I said, oh, just keep walking, Angela. Do not turn around. She wanted to provoke. Mm-hmm. And so you have to understand the situation and be able to, you know, sometimes it's time to step up and go, Mm-mm, don't you dare. And sometimes you just got to go, Mm-mm, just walk away. So what mm-hmm. you say when the door closes? You had to say something. Your mother when the door closes. So you had to say something. We, it was a personal, now, now it's our <laughs> thing and it's folklore for our family. Remember <laughs> that time when that hussy came up on you? She said, yeah, I was just. You called just, her a what? A, a hussy. <laughs> Remember that little hussy came up on you? And she said, I know, Courtney, but you, I said, mm-mm, just keep walking, Angela, keep walking. Keep walking, because you know the the what we don't want to see is Angela Bassett Bow! hip slapping, and she she got them arms like she's she's strong. That's what she wanted to happen. The young lady I'm no wanted a reaction out of her, and I said you ain't getting that out of us. In that instance with Will, that's the situation where you go. That's good, Chris. I'm gonna good. see you later. Yeah, Chris. But I'll talk to him later mm-hmm. and let him know. Don't you ever. As long as you black, put your mouth around my wife like that. That's between you and me. And don't nobody else have to know because I love you and I know you love me. Don't you ever disrespect our family again like that. Mm -hmm. What if you already gave him a warning like that before? Then that is something that, you know, in life, we don't deal with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, I, th- I think I read Michael B. Jordan's executive producing 61st mm-hmm. Street. Mm-hmm. How was that? Was he hands-on with it? No, he wasn't hands-on. Okay. His Alana Mayo ran his production company for mm-hmm. a period of time. We love him. He blessed us. 
He's busy doing whatever he's doing. Alana's got it. He gave us his blessing with his his name, and we went to work. So, you know, when he does fold himself in via posting or, you know, whatever he does, or just showing up at one of the venues, one of the uh, premieres, premieres we just going, you know, because I love him. <clears throat> you know, I, I remember at the premiere of Black Panther, I said, brother, why did you let them kill you off? <laughs> you know, I was like, he said, Courtney, stop it. I don't know. I just, I shouldn't have. I said, well, he's done now, bro. We love him. We absolutely mm-hmm. love him. And we we know he's busy. Mm-hmm. So his name is on it. And that's all that was necessary. I want to ask you about something because I think you'll give us an honest answer because everybody I ask just be humming them and humming. And it's like, why was Lovecraft Country canceled after just one season? Great show. Nominated for all those awards. Yeah. Why did HBO cancel it after one season? Ajane was the closest person to give us a, a real answer. A black woman created it. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It was a black woman <laughs> created it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it was HBO's show. But it's her show. It's a power struggle. It was a power struggle from the beginning. You, no one will know what went ultimately what went down between the two parties. I just know that she had a very difficult time from the very beginning, and uh, they they weren't especially nice to her from the very beginning. And ultimately, when the show became huge, because it ultimately became the next Game of Thrones, which mm-hmm. is what they asked for, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's not, and you would think it'd be about money. Mm-hmm. But how did the show end? The show ended with a young black girl shooting a a white woman and saying, we got the keys. You don't got the keys no more. Bam. Now for the next four to five to six or seven years, who knows where Misha was going to go? Do they ultimately want a show just to go into all those areas? You would think that if it was about the money, they wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. And it would just get this girl, give her what she wants. But obviously there was some water under the bridge. HBO probably did not want their next Game of Thrones to be such a black show. Nobody knows. I had no idea how what's in the mind of Misha Green. Mm. And I was in three episodes. I didn't read the, the other episodes I wasn't in. Mm-hmm. I had no idea where we were going until I fanned out. And, you know, on the, the, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, I was in the seventh and the eighth and the ninth and the 10th episodes. I, you know, I was in awe mm-hmm. of that gifting. And ultimately, I would say that we knew that it was going to be, look at us, here we are, we're on the mm-hmm. precipice. Now we're going to explore all the things that are that are shades of, you know, chocolate and beige and straight and gay and trans. And she was going, she was going to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they wanted to do all that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just, you know, I don't know. Ajane you know? said, correct me, if, uh, correct me, if, I think Ajane said that. Ajanu. Ajanu, I'm sorry. Ajanu said that. Uh, she don't think they could see black people doing science fiction. Again, it's deep and wide and continuous, mm. the issues between black and white. Mm. And the, this, the, these, these sh- stories are about exploring the human condition. And at, at a certain point, you have to talk about your differences, as a President Emeritus Jonetta Cole said of, of Spellman. Uh, said, you have to talk about your differences until your differences don't make a difference. Mm-hmm. Just let them talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know that you know that George Washington was an amazing. Thank God for him. 
but he was a man of his time. He had 100 slaves and didn't free him until his wife died. So, you know, Jefferson had 600 slaves. You know, I don't take away from what he did, but you got to acknowledge what he was in order to be able to, to see the entire picture of, of who we were at that time so that we can learn and not do it again. So the question is, what will it take for us to say we need each other? That's right. You know, you can look at people and tell that there's all these different shades of chocolate. That happened because white and black got together. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't deny that there's white blood coursing through us and black blood coursing through. I mean, it's we're all mixed up together. But to, to try to pretend like we're not and that we're better than we already saw what that where that leads. Don't nobody want to deal with another civil war? That's right. That nobody wins. Nobody. All right, we got more with Courtney B. Vance when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with actor Courtney B. Vance. A lot of times we have comedians up here, and we talk about the Mount Rushmore of comedy. So mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore of actors. Mm-hmm. Who would you put up there? My wife. A hundred percent. Agreed that she didn't win the Oscar for What's Love Got to Do With yeah, It. She's going to get hers. And when it happens, it'll be even bigger. Mm. Uh, Meryl Streep, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Denzel. Um, I People don't know that she's as big as she is, but she's towering. I don't want to name any more names. That's enough. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can play a violin. A lot of people play a cello. But there's only a few Yo-Yo Ma's. There's only a few Angela Bassett's. There's only a few Robert De Niro's. And when Robert was in a is in a film, we know when we go in, oh, it's gonna be. And that's that's when the craft of it. You can everybody can look at the same material, but some people have the gift. Mm-hmm. And we just I just acknowledge that you know Itzhak Perlman has the gift. Kathleen Battle as the gift. You know, you'd look at what she went through at the Met. Divas are divas all over the world. But would they be banned from uh, the Met based on their diva behavior? I don't think so. They're just divas. And you deal with them and you move on. But what happened to Kathleen, you have to look at it and say, well, if she was a white diva, would that same thing have happened to that white diva? And I'm not even familiar with what happened. You, you do some research yeah, and find up, out. Yeah. You know, we're we're about to see what happens with with Will for quote unquote diva behavior, mm-hmm. and uh, and will the society will deal with it? We'll get past it. You know, there'll be something else that comes up. You know, George Floyd happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and and all of them for me is 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 about you know, which is what you know, like our series is about. Is this going to be the thing that allows us to talk about it? Or will, like all the rest of them, we end up going back into our camps? White people go back over here. Black people go back over here. At what point do we, the whatever incident happens where we go, man, we got to work this thing out. It's, it's costing too much money. It's just costing too many lives. We got to work this thing out. I, I, I know what the conversation is in regards to the police, but I was like, and, and we talk about the Oscar situation. It is, what's the conversation? Because to me, the conversation amongst us is, boy, we are broken people, right? Conversation amongst them white folks. I don't care. You ain't gonna sit here. I don't want to hear you talk to me about Will being violent. Go check your ancestors. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So I, what is the conversation? I would say I would say the conversation is we all broke people. We all need to deal with ourselves and our situation. Mm-hmm. We all need to sit down uh, a little bit on somebody's couch and talk it through. Mm-hmm. And we all have a part to play in how he got up on why he got up on that stage in, in this era of celebrity. You know, celebrities, quote unquote, get passes. We have to look at that. We we have to look at, you know, I would say, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, I loved him. We loved him. But we all were part of, of him, you know, you know, not having a childhood because we wanted to see little Michael up there. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows what he went through to become Michael Jackson. You know, nobody the, knows the pain Prince was in. Nobody knows the pain Luther was in. Mm. Nobody knows the pain Whitney was in. Nobody mm. cares. Mm. Just get up there and sing, girl. Mm. You know, we all have a, a part to play in the celebrity sweepstakes. And Angela and I, we're, we're about, you know, we still got to live our lives. And no, we're not going to the Oscars when we ain't got no reason to be at the Oscars. <laughs> you know, we, we, go, we got Angela to, got a reason to be there. Yeah, y'all we, both got a reason to be there every right, year if y'all right, want to be. Right. But, you know, we, we're not going to pay to be at the Oscars to be seen. We have 16-year-olds. They're the most important things in our lives. That's right. We're the most important. Each other are the most important things in our lives. Um, not the business. And based on that, we go. What I, what I take from all of this, I just, just my final question, you know, you always seem so present. You know, your queen always seems so present. Y'all both seem so comfortable in who you are. But can you ever truly get too comfortable in this, this system, this white man system? This is the system we have. Uh, I see the best in people. Mm-hmm. Angela and I both want the best for people. We believe that ultimately good will triumph. You you can try to hold me down, but it's not for you. What's mine is mine, and I'm going to get mine. So I'm not trying to force my way into nothing. She's not trying to, you know, we all look at her and go, damn, she should have won that for, for Tina. But life moved on. She moves on. And when is her time? She recognizes that she's not going to do it. She's not going to sit around and pine about it. She's going to keep doing her thing and you're going to look up and one day it's going to be her time and the world will lift her up. Absolutely. And I will be right there. Brown and Slater, our children will be right there. You know, the family will be the community. The village will be right there and it'll be a worldwide celebration. Because everyone knows what they know back in 93 when it went down. I'm not going to mention no names, no movies. You know, celebrate the piano. (laughs) Yes, it's wonderful. (laughs) But everybody knows lips are all tight back behind the, you know. So it's going to, when it's her time, it's her time. And I don't, you know, I I don't try to get in nobody else's mess. I I just know that. I'm going to do my thing, and when it's my time, the Lord will lift me up. Yeah, it, it just so, feels like and, and it keeps me at peace. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the main thing. It keeps us at peace and not bitter. I celebrate everybody when, you know, this person's lift up that person because there's room for all of us. I ain't got no hate for nobody. It's just mm-hmm. do your thing. Support everybody, but don't pull me down when it's my time. Yeah, it just feels like you can be doing your best, minding your black business, mm-hmm. like, like Misha with Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. And nope, you're taking that, you know. Uh, artist, artist brother in 61st Street about yep. to go to college. Nope. You know what? You killed the cop. Like, what? Yep. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you look at look at Nelson Mandela. 
Mm-hmm. Now he was minding his business, doing his thing, taking care of his people, and they snatched him out. That's right. So he could have come back and done the complete opposite of what he did. But he recognized, like Mahatma Gandhi recognized, like uh, Muhammad Ali recognized, Malcolm X eventually recognized, like MLK recognized, that it's all about love. You got to lead with love mm-hmm. and yeah. let the chips fall where they may. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Mr. Courtney B. Vance. Yes, thank you so much. It was much. a pleasure, man. Thoroughly really enjoyed this conversation. Y'all, y'all make a brother think. We we went deep on this one. Yeah, that's, no. that's what you're that's here what for, to give for. out that yeah. free jury. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's what you're here for. Free Courtney jury. B. Vance is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Amen. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk old, dirty bastard. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. What Dirt McGirt do? Talk A&E to me. and announced it has greenlit a full-length film that chronicles ODB's life I love and it. career. I love it. Drop on the clues bombs for Andy. Now, that's smart. That's paying attention to culture right there. Can Annie pull that off, though? Can Annie give you a raw Dirt McGirt story? Now, this is the first documentary made in association oh, with doc. ODB's estate. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. A two-hour documentary. I love it. I'm here for that. Drop on the clues, Monster Annie, again. I, I, I promise you, man, I will never understand how any of these networks that were rooted in music from MTV to VH1 to BET be dropping the ball on things like that. I mean, think about the times we saw Dirt McGirt jump out of the limo to go... Uh, get his food stamps on MTV. Think about those moments we saw. Right, yeah. We used to watch all those Wu-Tang videos on the BET of the world. How are y'all not doing documentaries like this? Huh? I don't know. I don't know. That's going to be big for Andy. When does that drop? Uh, does not say as God I damn yet. it. Drop one of the clues bombs for Andy again. And it's some, it's some executives over there thinking outside the box, paying attention. 2023. I like that. Now, Rick Ross wow. uh, was on the Full Send podcast. And he talked about his childhood and him being a correctional officer. Were you a correctional officer at one point? I was, yeah. So going all the way back, when was that? How long ago? Maybe when I was 20. 20 years old. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't get, really get to make it to the, the prison because mm-hmm. you got to go through training and all that, and I didn't last long. Right. I may have last four months Right. before they said, I, you know, yeah. I was a little tardy. Mm-hmm. What made you want to do that? One of my big homies had just got in trouble and, a lot of people, a lot of things were going on, and he just suggested it. You f- with it or no? No, I didn't. Anything you got to really do and, f- and running and jogging and yeah, all of that, f- man. All right. I don't know how that popped back up, but. Yeah, well, I don't, I mean, I guess they, they don't really know Ross's history like that. So that's probably the first time they had a conversation with Ross. But it's like, why are you asking Ross about that in 2022? Yeah. Waka Flocka, he sat down and they had a conversation about his uh, separation with his wife, Tammy Rivera. Second one. Tammy doing? That's my best friend. It's my dog. Oh, okay. So No, you... people just wanted to be all kind of like fighting and hating. And hell no, we just grown. Like, why Why is it that when people just, not even happens, like when people evolve for the better, why do it got to be something attached to it that's slimy as spit? People are like, no, something happened. I know. Girl, you're glowing, girl. Camo, fuck her walker. She's ain't shit. like. Why I gotta be so nasty? We ain't nasty. Yeah, it's love though. Me and Tammy's Tammy. And then are you are you guys gonna try to work it back out and do the whole? She's your best question. friend. Let's get another question going. Anything, <laughs> anything besides that might be toxic. So, ugh. I respect that. Mm-hmm. 
I respect them keeping it moving. Also talks about uh, them raising their daughter. The biggest blessing I had in my life, I can always say, was Charlie. Yeah. When I got the blessing to raise another human being, especially a young woman, at that, and just see all the challenges that women go through, and just that shit deep. And mm-hmm. that's what actually made me feel like a role model, a hero, number one. That's when I started like, damn, I'm actually number one in somebody's life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that felt good. Yeah. That felt good. That felt better than hearing a million people on stage. Oh, right. It made me appreciate the million people on stage. It made me appreciate everything about my life raising Charlie. Mm. That's a beautiful feeling. So though. just to go back to your question about like a Tammy, I could it's nothing Tammy in the world could do to make me hate her. Just for the fact of Charlie. No, oh, dropping the clues bombs with Big Flocker. He's right. He's absolutely right. Especially when it comes to uh, raising daughters. Absolutely. Trust me. Not I right. got four of them. Me too. But yeah. it definitely don't make you understand women more. It just makes you understand that, you know, there are a lot of challenges that women go through. But boy, raising daughters is complicated. I was dumping it on my therapist yesterday. My 13-year-old would be putting me through it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I might, I might take her with me to the next therapy session. Goodness gracious. They say that goes away, though. They say that, you know, the young girls just go through that phase with their daddies when they turn 13. And then, you know, they, they come back when they get older. Did you go through that? Mm, no. Really? Nah, not with my daughter. At 13? Really? Mm-mm. She's always been a, a, a daddy's little girl. No. Really? Mm-mm. To this day. Oh, lucky you, you bastard. Now, now so you don't got a son, but like when your son get a little 16, that's when you got to. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you, right. You went through it with the son, but not the daughter. Yeah, son a little bit, but not the daughter. Not, huh. not at all. A lot, of women, a, lot of, a lot of women tell me they went through that phase with their daddies when they was around that 13, 14 age, and they came back around as they got older. You about to cry? No, not here. <laughs> <laughs> I was in therapy yesterday. Okay, I got this out yesterday. All, all right, right, all right. I'm perfectly fine. Okay, okay. What were you giving your donkey to, man? I don't know now. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay. I got a bunch of donkeys. All right. Okay. Now you make me shoot at somebody. Now I'm about to project some pain. <laughs> okay. All right. No, don't, it's not actually. Don't, don't slap but me. I do have a. Don't slap me. <laughs> Project your pain somewhere else. Just no, don't slap me. I do have quite a few donkeys to give out. Though I couldn't, I couldn't pick just one. What's that potato chip called? You can't just eat just one. Was it is? Pringles? I don't remember. Lays? Whatever it is. Ruffles. I couldn't just eat just one. So Doritos? I got more than one. All right, we'll get yes. to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Have you taken a look at the general insurance lately? Switch to the general and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Charlemagne, say the gang, don't get other Charlemagne. You are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yes, yeah, the breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Friday, April 1st. I believe that might be the only day this week I got the day right. Okay, drop on the clues box yeah. for me. Right. Uh, it is April Fool's Day. A holiday that means absolutely nothing anymore simply because America has jumped the shark. All right. Anything you may have done back in the day that would have been considered an April Fool's Day joke is absolutely positively probably happening in real life. That's why today I couldn't even choose one donkey simply because 
America has jumped the shark. Okay, what does it mean to jump the shark? Well, it's a term that comes from TV, and it's when a show has reached a point to where something, you know, stops becoming more popular or starts to decrease in quality. Just a downhill slide into mediocrity and oblivion. That, this, they, is America. Okay, that's where we at with it. I knew that already, but when I saw the list of stories for Donkey of the Day today, I really said to myself, it's, it's over. Okay, America, we have abused this whole land of the free thing. All right, folks took being able to do and say what they want to heights we have never seen before. And with the advent of social media, this space was, uh, you know, created where it seems like it's no boundaries, no consequences, and people just doing any damn thing. And that's why today we have a smorgasbord of stupidity. All right, where do we begin? Well, let's start on the West Coast, California, Dublin, California, to be exact, where an alleged car thief, and I'm only using alleged for legal purposes, an alleged car thief, 41-year-old Brandy Jones has been convicted of stealing cars twice. Twice already, okay? And she was arrested again after showing up at the East County Hall of Justice in another vehicle that she allegedly stole. I said Brandy Jones had a court appearance for a stolen vehicle, and she appeared in court with another vehicle that she allegedly stole. <sighs> They say insanity is doing Nick Cannon over and over and expecting not to get pregnant. No, that's not it. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Brandy, I'm not saying you're insane, but I am saying insane is you. Now, let's go to the Bronx. What does your Uncle Charla always tell you about the Bronx? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And today we have a story of a man who watched his penis turn black and rot after he injected it with cocaine. Now, I know that we call penises meats. You've heard that before, right, Envy? No. Whatever. That's a slang term men say, my meat. Okay, but I didn't know uh, penis meat could actually rot. All right, of course we know animal meat can rot if not properly treated. And I guess humans, since we're technically animals, uh, I guess our penises can rot too. And this man clearly wasn't treating his penis properly, so he injected some cocaine in it and it rotted. Mm -mm -mm. I got to hear both sides of the story. Okay, not because it will make the story any less stupid, but because I just simply want to know why. Why would a man put cocaine in his penis? Now, I've heard of people doing it for sexual purposes, putting a little cocaine in your Aretha Franklin, but I wouldn't try that in 2022. The cocaine ain't pure enough. All right, too much GMO cocaine on these streets. All right, that organic cocaine derived from cocoa leaves from Peru or Bolivia or Colombia would never rot your penis. But that fentanyl heavy cocaine in the Bronx, it will. We've also heard the myth that meat can rot in your gut. Now we have a new myth that a penis injected with cocaine can potentially rot in your butt. But let's go to the strict great state of Florida now. Okay, what does your Uncle Charla always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Let me tell you something, man. The story of uh, Tyree Sampson, the young man who fell out of a roller coaster this week and died, that story has disturbed me simply because whenever someone loses their life to someone else's negligence, it is always disturbing. And it's why I say we, as a collective, okay, we are simply relying on each other's collective behavior to stay safe. All right, somebody failed that young king, but we live in a society nowadays where people really do anything for clout. 
I'm telling you, in the future, they are going to look back and realize the effects of social media on the brain. The same way they are now realizing the impact of football on the brain, it's going to be some cognitive dissonance that will come from constant social media use because there is a woman in Orlando who Facebook has identified as Shay Johnson, but her name might also be uh, Louisina Browning. More on that later, but she was telling people that she was the cousin of the late Tyree Sampson. Not only telling people she was his cousin, but she was taking donations on her claims of being his cousin. You can't make this kind of stuff up. Listen to her. He said, I know you got all the money. Cousin, let me hold some money. I said, I don't got no money. He said, yes, you do. So I went back in my job and I got him some money and I brought him back out. And I said, what you finna do with it? He said, I want to get on the swing on international. I said, okay, ride it twice and ride it for me too. He called me back about seven minutes later. He said, they said I'm too big. I can't ride. So I said, go try another one. That's when he came to try the sleeve shot. And he said, they told him he was too big for that. So he said, well, cousin, it's another ride. I'm going to try it out. I said, okay. And he called me. He said, they let me ride. I can ride. I can ride. And I said, okay, get on. Didn't know this would be my last time talking to him live. Hmm. She's lying. To me. Tyrese Sampson's family released a statement on Facebook and said they don't know her. His oh. immediate family said they have no idea who she is. So please stop donating to her. But the question I have every day of my life when I hear things like this is why? Why? Why would you do this, Luciana? Or Shay, whatever your name is. This is why I enjoy being home. Because this is not the earth I grew up on. And there are beings creatures from other realms walking amongst us like like her okay and in case you're wondering Lou, louis louis sheena browning who goes by other aliases like shay johnson has been fired from her place of employment after that little clout chasing stunt she pulled pretending to be tyree's cousin okay one of our uh, special correspondents here at the breakfast club little duval dropping the clues bomb for little duval okay posted a statement from her former place of employment this morning let me read it <clears throat> This is a statement from Flash Dancers Topless Orlando. Oh, boy. Okay, a titty bar in Orlando, Florida. She was employed there. And Flash Dancers released a statement 15 hours ago on Instagram with her picture and a caption that reads, We have separated ourselves from this individual that goes by multiple names. She's no longer welcomed here. Dropping the clues bombs for Flash Dancers Titty Bar in Orlando. Okay, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And I'm glad they didn't stand for the clout chasing of Louisiana, Shea Johnson, Browning, or what the, whatever the hell her name is. The moral of the story is, one, stop talking to niggas of all races after 5 p.m. Two, stay home if you can. Okay, the real pandemic we don't discuss enough is these devil damn donkeys. Okay, I stay in the house. I quarantine to avoid you diseased donkey pizzles. Okay, so please, 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 please give uh, Brandy Jones of Dublin, California, uh, the, the young man who injected cocaine in his penis in the Bronx and Louisiana Shea Johnson Browning all the biggest hee-haw, please. Goodness gracious. The fun humans. Okay, we know more humans. So that was three, right? Yes. Was it white, white, black? I don't know what the person in the Bronx was, but I'm assuming that wasn't white or black. If I had to guess, just being straight up stereotypical, <laughs> I would assume that the person from the Bronx was Latino? the Latino community. So white, Latino, black. Yes. 
Okay. Okay. If I had to assume. All right. Yes. Well, thank you for that donkey. And, oh, no. Ho, ho, ho. Let me take that back. One was white. Brandy. Um, Brandy Jones was white. That's the first one. I, yes. I don't know who the person in the Bronx was, but I'm just assuming here. Great was stereotyping was Latino. And the last one? You said black. I did. Was not black. Shut up. This person was of nigger persuasion. I, said, I hate you, man. man powerful <laughs> this was here. pure. This was 100% pure nigger. What is that, Eddie? That's not white? Brandy not white? She what? She might be mixed. Mixed with what? Donkey and what is she mixed with? She might be mixed for real. She look white to me. She look like one of them white meth heads. I don't know what race he is. <laughs> oh, man. It doesn't matter. It's all donkeys. No, she's white. Right. Hey man, just stay away. Stay away from niggas of all races this weekend. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of. Oh yes. Yesterday, let's help some party. During Ask C and E, a lady called and she needed some help. What was the young lady's name? Do we have her name, Eddie? Eddie, do we have her name? We didn't get her, her name. name. No. Yes, yeah, she, she. It is. We have her name. She called during Ask C and E, and she needed some advice. And I, I've been thinking about her all night. I'm not really? gonna lie, because we really didn't give her any advice, and it was hard for me to give her advice because I've been, you know the toxic boyfriend that she can't get rid of. Not this far, but let's listen when she called yesterday. Hey, what's up? This is Sierra from Toledo. Sierra. Toledo. What's your question for CNE? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how my man, he treats me so good, but he can't stop cheating. And I'm just not sure what it is. <laughs> it's so, not how many funny. times did you catch him it's cheating? It's not funny. Him? At least 10 times. Whoa! Least... This man has been with 10 different girls in two years. She just one of them. You're not even really his girlfriend, Don't boo. Don't say that. He lives with her. When does he have time to cheat if he lives with you? Exactly. When I go to work. He don't even got a job. It's the best penis you ever had in your life? It do be. It's just like a series tale and then pop. Damn. So what was on your mind? Well, because well, he toxic. In that whole situation. Because we didn't really give her any advice because I couldn't really give her any advice. Neither could you. Like, toxic is a spectrum, right? Like, I've never been that. I've never averaged five bodies a year. But I've been a toxic, you know, younger individual before. And, you know. Well. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want somebody just to tell my woman to up and leave me. It's just, it's easy to say, leave him, girl. But come on, we've all been there. We've all had somebody we couldn't shake because Cause it what? was just Cause what? good. What was good? Whatever you was into. 800-585-1051. What would you tell this young lady to What would do? you tell this young lady? Come on. We've all been there, right? You've, had, you've, you've been you've, there before? You've either had some poom poom you couldn't shake because it was too good. Uh, you've had some D you couldn't shake because it was too good. You've all been there, right? 800-585-1051. What would you tell this lady to do? Just, that's, that's a simple question. Call and us I up. I really want to know. Give us some advice. What was her name? We never got her name. Sierra. Sierra. All right. Sierra. And that ain't no Russell Wilson she got. No. <laughs> it's clearly a future she is, is, is out here with in these streets. All right. Okay. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's Freaky Friday. Goddamn. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us yesterday during C and E, somebody well, asked. Well, hold this. on, we gotta ask the question. We gotta well, tell. It's Friday. Oh, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. So we're asking. Yesterday, somebody called, and this was their situation. Hey, what's up? This is Sierra from Toledo. Toledo, what's your question for C and E? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how my man. He treats me so good, but. 
he can't stop cheating. And I'm just not sure what it is. It's Tom, not how many funny. times did you catch him it's cheating? It's not funny. Mom? At least 10 times. Whoa! This man has been with 10 different girls in two years. She's just one of them. You're not even really his girlfriend, Don't boo. say that. He lives with her. When does he have time to cheat if he lives with you? Exactly when I go to work. He don't even got a job? It's the best penis you ever had in your life? It do be. It's just like a fairy tale and then pop. Damn. Now, I was thinking about this young lady uh, a little bit last night simply okay. because we didn't give her any advice. And, and the reason I didn't feel qualified to give her any advice is because we've all been there. Like, you know. You've been demonized before. Shut up. You know, we've all, you know, toxic is a spectrum. You know, I've never been the guy that was averaging five bodies a year. But, you know, you've been a young, toxic man before. And, you know, you wouldn't want somebody just telling your woman, hey, leave him, leave him, leave him. You know, and it's easy to say, just leave him, girl. But we've all been there okay you've been a man that has been poom poom whipped by some woman or you've been a girl that has been demonized by some young man you didn't just leave him some of y'all married to him right now well, let's right? go to the phone lines 800-585-1051 but the problem is is he got caught 10 times and he keeps doing the same thing over and over again which i think is a little different well maybe not he's but. just not a good cheater taz good morning hey y'all good morning hey taz how what's are you what's your thoughts taz so, I got this boyfriend, or well, he my ex-boyfriend now. We've been broken up for a month, but he keeps calling. I can't get rid of him. He did the most toxic thing ever, but his skin is so good. I can't get rid of him. I can't let him stay going. He won't stay going. I don't know what to do. Ma'am, ma'am, we calling up here trying to give somebody some advice on being demonized. She and you call advice. up here talking about being demonized. I'm in the same situation. Now, do you think there's any potential I for this young her. man? Is he a frog that can potentially be a prince one day? See, I, I see the potential, but he the biggest narcissist I've ever met in my life. Oh, that's going to never work. So <laughs> no, nah, you're, ne you're never, you're never going to get things right with a narcissist. Are oh, you going to let him come by this weekend? Be honest. His birthday coming up, and he like, so what we doing? <laughs> you know what you doing? You blowing out his candle? That's what you doing? Okay. Damn. Hey. Like, oh my God, I can't. Hey, Queen, you Queen, hot Queen. Right now. My number. Huh? I I, I want to change my number, but I can't. I, it don't matter if you change your number. He gonna DM you on Instagram. He gonna DM you on Twitter. He gonna hit Facebook, you on Facebook. Everything. Taz, how old are you? Everything. How old are you, I'm Mama? Same to say. I'm a same to say. Say it. Forty. I'm 40. Well, Taz, you know what you're doing. You're a 40-year-old grown woman. Oh, wow. Lord. The young, oh, Lord. little 8-year-old boy got you going crazy. <laughs> that little young boy. That's, that boy would have been in goddamn fourth grade when you was a freshman <laughs> in college. All right? He got you going crazy out here in these streets. I don't know what to tell you. Taz, We're trying to get some answers sorry. here, Taz. You don't have them. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Deanna. Hey, Deanna. Now, what should this young lady do? I mean... I wouldn't tell anybody what to do because I've actually been in a situation like that. But I was actually <laughs> calling just to tell her that dude don't love her. I feel like she should know if somebody's going to cheat on you repeatedly. Um, people stay in situations for uh, many different reasons. But if they continuously cheating over and over again, they truly don't love you. I mean, I said I've been in the same situation. I decided to stay because it was comfortable for me. Um, but I recognized it for what it was. So just for her... I want to say he don't love you. Did you ever get to the point where you just realized, okay, this guy's penis is good. I'm going to just smash him every now and then, but I'm not going to let it go no further. Did you ever think that? Listen, he, the penis wasn't even that good. It was just we had kids together. We talking 17 years together. Oh. Um, it was comfortable. I mean, mm. I continued my education. Um, I was finishing up my PhD. It was just comfortable. 
Okay. Um, well, where's the young man now? Still in the house. Still in the house? You've been in the house for 17 years. Your baby daddy been in the house for 17 years. Goodbye, Deanna. <laughs> baby daddy. Not baby daddy. That's my husband. Oh, your husband now. Oh, okay. See? Yeah, so there not you... baby daddy. So when I say people stay for um, different reasons, I'm not going to judge her for saying, but... I want her to know that that's not love. And a lot True. of women be thinking, oh, oh, it's possible to love most people. Yeah, it is. But when you truly love and care about somebody, that ain't it. Well, hold on, Queen. Staying with somebody just because it's comfortable not love either. I didn't say nothing about love. You know I ain't say that. Wow. I said I was comfortable. Wow. I'd rather raise my kids in one household. I'm not promiscuous. I've been with the same man for 17 years. So, you know, for me, that's what worked for me. Yeah, so I'm not going to judge her for staying. I only called to say, you know, she needed to recognize that situation. Okay. So you Thank don't you. love your husband. Right. And he don't love her. But she said she knows what it is. She said she's, she, she's comfortable. Yeah. Well, thank you, mom. I guess. These ain't dancing. Yeah, I mean, huh? That's just from my point of view. And I do love my husband. But as far as being in love and, you know, I recognize it for what it is. Because I care about him. We got kids together. We build a nice home together. True. But Where you from? I'm from Florida. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Hey, don't do it. I knew it. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. I knew it. Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. We were talking about what happened on CNE yesterday. Break it down, Charlemagne. Man, let him hear the call. All right, let's play it. Hey, what's up? This is Sierra from Toledo. Toledo. What's your question for CNE? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how my man, he treats me so good, but he can't stop cheating. And I'm just not <laughs> sure what it is. It's now, not how funny. many times did you catch him it's cheating? It's not funny. Him? At least 10 times. Whoa. This man has been with 10 different girls in two years. She's just one of them. You're not even really his girlfriend, Don't boo. Don't say that. He lives with her. When does he have time to cheat if he lives with you? Exactly. When I go to work. He don't even got a job. It's the best penis you ever had in your life? It do be. It's just like a series sale and then pop. Damn. I don't have any advice for this woman, and clearly nobody else does either. <laughs> Our callers don't have no advice. And the reason is because we've all been there. You know, we use words like toxic, but toxic really is a spectrum. So you may not have been the guy that averaged five bodies a year, but we've all been in a relationship Correct. with somebody that we just could not shake for whatever reason. Well, let's okay? go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? William. William, what's up, man? What advice would you give this lady? Listen, she ain't going nowhere. So she might as well just get a lot of condoms. Oh, Lord. You you sound just like, how old are you? Oh, I'm old. So you I'm was... Be 50. Okay, so you was that... You've been a young, toxic human for a long yeah. time, then an older, toxic human for a long time. I'm not toxic no more. I've been my lady 10 years, and I haven't cheated on her in eight. So I learned. True. I respect right. that. Okay. Listen, I'm giving you your stripes, bro. He's evolving. I haven't cheated since October 2016. So, you know, we men men should encourage each other. That's Eight is a strong number. Salute to that man. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Danielle. Danielle, good morning. Good morning. What, what, what are your thoughts, mama? Oh, my thoughts are, honestly, I've been there. I think we've all been there. Yes. Um, Where we've had, you know, that toxic relationship where the sex was too good and you couldn't leave. But I think eventually you'll start to realize what's more important mm -hmm. because when you start feeling like your feelings are being hurt and you're not being respected, she's going to have to realize at one point 
whether what's more important to her, good sex or being respected in a relationship. So she's going to be the one that's going to have to wind up ending it or keeping it going because if she allows it, he's going to keep doing it. Now, Queen, that's great advice. But what about when you get out there in these streets and realize, you know, good sex ain't hard is, is hard to find? That is true. That is true. But you know what? So is also being having someone take care of your heart and, and respect you. That's even harder to find. That's true. All right. That's true. Well, thank you, Mama. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to say one thing before I go. I actually, um, so I'm actually a clinical mental health intern, Charlamagne. I do clinical health for, the, for women, and I'm also a life coach. And I actually mailed my book to you guys, uh, actually to all three of you. Um, and it's called Rising Phoenix, and I really wanted you guys to have it. I actually, when I published it, I, I mailed my first copy to you three. What? I don't know if you guys got it. When did you mail yeah, it? I did. When I was mailed this? it in February. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't seen nothing up here. Rising Phoenix. I'm going to search for that now, Queen. I love a good mental health book. Yes, it's called Rising Phoenix, a practical guide on how to get the life you want through rebirth and transformation. Oh, okay. that sounds fantastic. Well, thank you, Mama. I got to find that. It, All right, Mama. Thank and if you. not, I'm going to order it on Amazon. Have a good weekend. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is this advice thing is complicated. You know what I'm saying? You can't just tell people, leave them, girl, leave them, girl, because it's just not that easy. Right. We've all been in these situations where we've had these people we couldn't shake, whether the poom poom had us whipped or the, the D had us demonized. You know what I'm saying? So have you ever had a D that had you demonized? No. Oh. Have you? No. Okay. <laughs> all right. Nor have I been the D that's had somebody demonized. Okay. I don't have that kind of D. I've never given out a good D, never we, received it. We know. <laughs> 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 All I'm simply saying is these things are complicated. It's just not that easy, man. So sorry, Sierra. We still ain't got no advice for you. The one lady did give the best advice. At some point, you're going to have to choose respect over good D. Correct. Right? That's right. That's right. All right. When we come back. What, Taylor? Taylor, I'm sick of you. You are you what, Taylor? I just feel like women that, you know, allow that to happen, they don't have a father in life or anything. Not really self-worth. I don't see what that has to do with good penis. Has a lot to do with it. What? Good penis shouldn't... Good penis has nothing to do with parental upbringing. Yes, it does. No, it don't. Yes, it does. Good sex don't have nothing to do with your parents. I'm not going to let someone... I've had great penis, but also I'm not going to let a guy keep cheating on me 10 times. I don't believe you. <laughs> All right. Are you from Philly? I just don't believe you. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Pictures of Slim in Philly. We know this. Like, I don't believe her. It's New Music Fridays. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, can I salute somebody, man? Sure. I'll be so. I want to salute this right here. This Carvival drink, just because. For no other reason than I like it. Okay. I don't even do sports drinks and stuff like that, but these are game changers. They got antioxidants and mm -hmm. uh, electrolytes and uh Collagens, if you're in the good skin like I am. Okay. And it's 60% juice. This is good. See? All right. Look, people kept asking me what I was drinking. This why is you, it. Why you bring one for me? I don't know. You ain't asked for one. Mm. You, you can get it from Amazon. Mm. <laughs> or you can go to, they, they, they got a website, carviva.com, but these are good. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk new music. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. <laughs> Now, Travis called up here this morning very excited and very Trav. hyped. That's right. And that's because Dreamville, they dropped a new uh, mixtape. This one is with uh, DJ Drama, Against the Grills mixtape. And we got a joint off of that. Let's play some.
Think I got white privilege. Access to five star rooms and white business. I dreamed it like Bean Cosby dreamed a white Christmas. At the show, sneak on the slutty snow bunnies. I done came to the conclusion that I only like sisters. Right. I got to go listen to that. I didn't know that they dropped the project. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad he said that at the end about only like a sister because I was a little concerned. I was like, why J. Cole talking about sleeping with all these white women for? Oh. <laughs> What's going on it? That's not on brand. Now, City Girls, they released a new single <laughs> okay. featuring uh, Fabio Ford. I didn't know this either. It's called Top Notch. Man, y'all told me City Girls and Fivio Foreign. God bless Fivio Foreign, but I want to hear what JT and Young Miami talk about, it's man. Fivio Foreign, I'm sorry. Fabio. God, God bless Fabio, but I want to hear what JT and Young Miami talking about. You said City Girls. That's the clip that. Uh, featuring Fabio Foreign. That Taylor put I'll listen to the feature later. I Taylor, need to, you know you want to drop it low, You Taylor. know I need to hear JT and Young Miami now, Taylor. What you doing? Now, Taylor, put it in. Pause. Pause. <laughs> put it in the system, Taylor. Pause. You know what I mean. Well, Chris Brown, he dropped a single, too. It's called Warm Embrace. All right. You dropped a single? Yep. Okay. Freddie Gibbs, he got a new single out called Ice Cream featuring Rose. Mm. You know what I like about that? What? You said it was Freddie Gibbs featuring Rick Ross and you played Freddie. If you say it's a record, you know, it's like City Girls featuring Fabio. I, I want to hear City Girls. I didn't put the audio okay? in. I'll listen to the feature later. I want to hear who the main artist Taylor, is. Taylor, your uncle wants to drop it low. Can you put I want to drop it low. I just want to hear what JT and Young Miami talking about. I enjoyed him. And Ellie Chopper got a new joint. It's called Yak Flow. Everybody forgot about me in the work I put in. I ain't get the credit that I supposed to get on my end. All time I'm sitting in, but I'm a mind my business. The hottest youngest is why I be the hottest out my city. I'm writing a song with no beat. I'm doing poetry. And that's just some new music that came out today, all right? A Boogie got a new one out. Uh, Vince Staples got a new joint out. Lil TJ, ASAP, uh, Rockin' ASAP, Ant. So just uh, go through your streams. You can get all those records on your favorite streaming services because you ain't going to hear none of them on the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Title, Apple, Spotify. There you go. That's where you're going to get those at. All right. Well, that was your rumor report. You might hear the City Girls and Five in the mix show this weekend, though. Yeah, you're going to hear that. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. What the hell is that? Yes, indeedy. Okay. Yes, indeedy. I got enough to feed the needy. Believe me, Edie. It's envy, but all right. I wasn't saying When we come back... <laughs> Jay Glazer Edie. will be joining us. Your new name is Edie. No, it's not. We call him Edie. It was not. DJ Edie. I'm calling you Edie from now on, man. That's a good name for you. Little beige old Dominican woman. Edie. <laughs> Edie make good empanadas. <laughs> Edie. I'm black, sir. Up next. Depends what the lighting is in the room. Jay Glazer will be joining us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I teamed up with Zyrtec for this allergy relief message. Springtime brings vibrancy to the air and pollen. So I take Zyrtec when allergy symptoms start. 
Save the tissues and live vibrantly with Zyrtec. Starts working at hour one and stays strong day after day. Breakfast Club, we got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. We have Jay Glazer. Welcome. What's going on, gang? How we doing? How are you, man? Fox Sports. Living the dream. Fox NFL Sunday (laughs) and hosting uh, UFC fights and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. How's it going? Oh, man, I just got done. uh, I've been traveling all over the place on this little book tour of mine, so... I'm struggling a little bit. Not gonna lie to you, man. I don't know where I am right now, but it's been great. This is cool. It's just, I, I kind of found my why with this thing. I love that. You got a book out called Unbreakable, How I Turned My Depression and Anxiety mm-hmm. into Motivation and You Can Too. And the reason I say I love that is because after the pandemic, I mm-hmm. said you gotta be more intentional about asking people how they are, but also we gotta be more intentional about really telling people yeah. how we are in that moment. So for you to say that I'm struggling a little bit, that's I think that's important. I appreciate that. And you're right, look, I wrote this, so I have clinical depression and anxiety like that's the only memory i know is like a child is and it's still like every day of my life i wake up thinking like the sky is falling and the universe hates me and everybody hates me and i know it's not logical mm-hmm. and also like i know my like on the outside i know my life is great like i'm are you kidding me I'm like i'm sitting here doing a show with you all today mm-hmm. you know, my life is great but between my ears sucks and it always has and i've always had to like hide it and mask it um and man, that's that's painful, you know, and that causes me to to do a lot of damaging things. So that's my level. So I guess, you know, I'm able to talk about it not because my education, more because my not because my schooling, because more my suffering. But you just said it. Everyone's going through something. Mm-hmm. We just came through a time where we were told to isolate. It's the worst thing we could ever do. Mm-hmm. And then we got in that bad habit of isolating. But even, you know, if, if it's not that. Like dealing with social media these days. Like even though our lives are great, we think our lives suck half the time. That's right. Because we're comparing ourselves to everybody else's filtered fraction of one second mm-hmm. of one day, and we're going, "Damn, why? How come we're not at that party? Why? Is, how come our food doesn't look like that? How come we're getting left out of here?" Or Twitter, like, man, if we got bullied on the playground growing up, it sucked for like two <laughs> weeks, right? Yeah. And now we're seeing a thousand times a second. So the human condition's not meant for that. So because, like you just said, I do all these doodly things, right? Football and fighting and ballers and all this. I want it to be kind of like that voice now. Like, we talk about mental health, but nobody describes it. So I want to be that one that helps describe it and give it a words for people to use. And I love that you, like, you, you, you're you, using what God blessed you with this form to be able to help people through that. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, the pandemic. People don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on with me? And you, mm-hmm. and you gave light to it, man, which is, I, man, I applaud you on that, man. Well, let's, I really start, do. let's start from the beginning. You're, you're, you're a Jersey kid. You said as a kid, you know, you had <laughs> these thoughts. So so what what gave you those thoughts so young? I don't know. I don't know. I, when you say, right. I know, I know exactly what you mean, because mm-hmm. I go through the same thing. You, you know, with depression and anxiety. I don't know where those come, right? come from. We don't know. When did you start saying that? Man, I, the funny part is, I didn't realize I got diagnosed with anxiety in 2010. But then, when you start thinking back on your life, especially mm-hmm. when the doctor says, you know, have you had these panic attacks or anxiety attacks before? You start thinking like, yeah, your whole life. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just thought it was normal. It, so, but when did you start feeling comfortable enough to say this publicly? Oh, uh, probably like 2016. 2016? Yeah, like 2016. That's brave, man. That's cool. Yeah. That's great. That's, again, like no one's questioning my manhood, so I can go and, and preach it from the rafters. But as like a little kid, it's funny too, because I was the one, like my parents were taking me to a therapist as a little kid, mm-hmm. but kind of putting more like, oh, you're the screwed up one. I'm like, whoa, whoa hey, hell, hey, hey. What about you guys who are taking me here? <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? But it, uh, yeah, it really is. It's my only. It's funny because as a little kid, I would get taken upstairs. I was always, I was always lashing out. You know, I have, I have a line in the book here. It was given to me by Sean Payton that hurt people, hurt people. Absolutely. Right. So I was doing that a lot. I was lashing out, right, because I was always hurt because of my. And I look, I got depression, anxiety, 
ADD, like I got freaking everything. I had to go full, you know? And as this kid, I just got, I was always punished and I was always kind of like, man, why am I like this? And honestly, and this is not me, you know, being a preacher over here, I started talking to God. Like I was by myself, alone, all the time. And like for me in the book, I'm like, hey, I need teammates. And teammates come in all, you know, walks of life. They could be my fight team or my Fox NFL Sunday team or my, I got a rescue pit. My son, I adopted a kid. I, he's part of it, but God also for me. So I just, but I look for teams. So I just started talking to someone as a little kid because I was so alone. And when you have this, um, especially back then, I'm 52 now, you really feel lonely. And the reason why I asked you when you started talking about it, it, it was lonely for a, a long time. And the more we could start talking about it, the more we could realize that like we're not, like we may be messed up, but I'm good with my messed upness. Yeah. Right? It, it, and we're, we're not alone in this. You yeah, know? In order to eradicate the stigma, you know, everybody got to tell yeah. these stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. That's exactly right. And again, like, there's two there's two things I could do every every morning. You know, when I say it's hard, like it's hard for me to get out of bed every single morning. It was this morning. Um, sometimes harder than others. But I got to make that decision every day. All right, once I do get out of bed, I'm going to go be relentless in my life. But again, some days are really freaking hard for me to get out of bed because the sky is falling. Why do I want to get out of bed when the sky's about to crash down? My world's about to crash down. Everything I've ever worked for, it's going to go. Everybody hates me. Nobody loves me. And again, it's not, it's not freaking logical. Right. Don't make any sense, but this thing doesn't make a lot of sense. That's right. I've had to use my depression, anxiety, my mental health issues to motivate me. I couldn't let it uh, come crashing down. And I say motivate me. Uh, part of this, part of what depression, anxiety, mental health does for you, is it uh, prevents you from having a lot of self worth. Mm. And you use social media every day. You post uh, mental health check ins mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to wait for the book to come out to help people. It was kind of driving me crazy. I'm like, ah, man, I can't wait for people to read this. I can't wait to lift these. It was kind of driving me nuts. So I asked my team, I said, you know, I want to start early if you guys are okay with it. So I started doing these, if you go on my social media, I started doing very, very, very real raw um, mental health checkups. So like when I'm having a, when I'm in a bad place, I film it so people know they're not alone. My depression, anxiety are kicking in a high gear. It physically affects me. It's a physical, visceral reaction. Absolutely. Right? So like I feel it on the left side of my gut really bad like a gut punch, right? Like behind my rib cage again, I feel like I'm having a heart attack and it kind of hurts. I want to start showing people what it's really like. Not that filtered crap, not what we're trying, not like, you know, dressed up posts with a lot of glossy stuff, what it's really like. So at the same time, when I'm having a, a good day or how we get to a good day, I want to show that. So I started posting those a couple months ago to, you know, walk this walk with people, show them they're not, show them what it's really like. Mm-hmm. That they're not alone and, and not dress it up. It's been, that's been, um, that's been pretty cool. No, unbreakable. That's right. Jay Glazer. Next time you got to come up here, you're in town. We'll talk football. This is not the Let's right do it, man. Nah, yeah. this, this, is, this was great for everybody out man, there. Man, I appreciate that Coming so much. Yeah, make sure y'all grab Unbreakable, how I turn my depression and anxiety into motivation, and you can too, but my man, you know, Jay Glazer. Like I say, man, if it's always the only way to eradicate the stigma around mental mm-hmm. health is everybody got to tell their story, and I'm glad you're, you're telling yours, it. my brother. I, I had somebody, a doctor, tell me the other day, oh, 2% of the country have this. I'm like, 2%. What freaking study are you looking at? <laughs> exactly. 2%. Exactly. I think we're in the majority. We just need to start speaking out more so we can feel like we're in the majority, and then we won't feel so alone anymore. That's Absolutely. right. I will shout to Jay Glazer for joining us. Salute to my man, Jay Glazer. Make sure you go grab Unbreakable, man. Um, You know, like I told said during the interview, it's one of those books that, you know, he's not an expert on mental health. He just got some experiences. You know, he deals with anxiety. He deals with express, uh, depression. And he's talking about his experiences. So go grab that book. 
Okay? The mental health you save may be your own. Oh, we also got to salute Courtney B. Vance, too, man. Yep. Make sure you check out 61st Street when it comes out. And, you know, just check out Courtney B. Vance, period. He's a legend in this game, man. Salute to Courtney B. Vance. Salute to his queen, Angela Bassett. Appreciate you, King. Now, you want me to do the positive note, Edie? Yes. Today is a perfect day to never be what you don't want to be again. Remember that going into the weekend. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?